Welcome to the Sonder Podcast, where we want to hear your story, a podcast about your life, what you live, what you go through, where everybody has an interesting story to tell. So please sit back and enjoy the ride. We're on the Sonder Podcast uh, with Tolu Omoba. I have a, I can't say a good friend, but hopefully a good friend, Fernando Madrigal. Hey, yeah, hey, you uh, you had one of the the largest donations to my uh, to my Zoom comedy show, so I would say we're good friends. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I paid for his friendship like I usually do. Um, hey, you know what? who 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 knows? Uh, friendships have been started in weirder ways. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, so yeah, he's a comedian. A friend of mine offered uh, invited me to one of his Zoom comedy shows for the pandemic, and I, I saw the first one. Oh, this is cool, you know, and I've seen some people that I knew. I was like, okay, that's cool. And I've been watching it for like the last couple of months and it's been pretty cool. So uh, who, did, uh, who did you know? Maruf. Oh, um one girl named uh, Jennifer. Jennifer. This oh. is this oh. is way, way, way early in way early in the pandemic. There's a girl named Jennifer. Jennifer. Um yeah. I gotta, I gotta go look through the. All right, you know what? Let's keep talking. I'm gonna go look through the old flyers, and at some point, I'll be like, "Oh, her." Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not that famous, so. But okay, um, but and, but then the other com- comics were just, you know, pretty funny. Most of them, anyway. Pretty, pretty funny unknown comics. So like, this is pretty cool. Plus, it's a pandemic, and I ain't doing shit anyway. And I'm teleworking, trying to figure out how to uh, pretend like I'm doing work. So I'm like, hey, let's let's just watch this comedy thing. So um, right. But so that's how I got introduced to Fernando, and I said, man, look, I've seen friends of mine drop five hundred dollars at titty bars. I'm going to drop some money to support these comics. Yeah, man. And you know? yeah, thank you, man. That was that was really dope. I actually I actually hit Tulu up because it was a certain amount, and I was like, oh, are you sure about this? Are you sure this isn't like. I said like ten percent of that, and he was like, "No, man, that was for you." Because what you just said, and I was like, "Hey, man, I I just I just want to make sure." Because if you want to, because it was like an amount. I mean, it wasn't crazy, crazy, but it was an amount where I was like, "Let me make sure he meant to send this," because this could hurt him during the week or some shit, you know? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not balling to everybody out there, so don't don't hit me up for money. But I was just like, "Hey, let me support people doing something to entertain us during the pandemic," and you know, they're doing it for free. I never paid, so I said, you know, I mean, we, you know, we've we've don't we've we've supported less talented acts in our lives. Let's let's, let's support some talent. Yeah, man, thank you. you. Know? Yeah, man, it's, it's been a it's been a fun show. Like you said, it was pandemic, so we used to do uh, the show. It's called Hannah's Basement because uh, we actually used to do it in my friend Hannah's basement. And then when pandemic hit, you know, we had to cancel because we had one on on March thirteenth, which was like the week everything shut down. So we had to cancel that one. And then I think in April or May, after like we took a little break, and then it was like, I mean, ain't nothing to do, so we might as well bring this back. Um, and yeah, man, we've been we've been rocking strong since about I think yeah May of last year, doing them on Zoom, doing uh, two, pretty much doing two a month. Uh, we're about to do our first live one next week on um, April thirtieth, so we'll see. We're not we're not back in Hannah's basement yet. Uh, we're gonna do it outdoors, backyard, you know, socially distant. So it should be a fun one, man. Hannah must come from money to have a basement like that. Nah, man. Hannah, Hannah, don't. I met Hannah in uh so me and Hannah go back to sixth grade. 
Uh, I mean, her parents are, you know, they, they got they got the hardworking American dream, you know, hardworking biracial family. You know okay. I mean? Okay. Uh, but no, 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 she don't come from money. She just, you know, just uh, spent it wisely. Uh, and yeah, man, that basement's dope. I've, I've had a lot of people, uh, a couple homeowners, a comedian, uh, one comedian, Mike Brown, he was down there because he has a house too, and he was looking around like, this is a big basement. How much is this? How much? I know, right? Yeah, but I mean, his, his basement's bigger, but I think for like the size of the house that Hannah has, it's actually like a pretty, pretty nice size. But also, I, I wanted a small space because for, for comedy, it's really good to be in like those small, tight places. So, uh, yeah, it only holds like, like you've seen the show, only like 20 people come. That's about how many people we had come to Hannah. It was like 15, 20, but it's such a small, condensed space that like it just feels like it just the, the laughter just bounces off and it fills the room up. So, it doesn't take much to, to get a good. To get a good crowd out there. Yeah, so that money she used to buy that house must come from the white side, like old money. <laughs> you, know, the, you know, the black side, they still trying to make it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Why are you in my girl Hannah's pockets too loose so early? Just just in there, man. Just pocket watching. I'm trying to come up, really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. So no, um, um, so so you you, Fernando, the comedian, yeah. um, what is your background? Uh, I am Dominican. I was uh, born in Dominican Republic. My mom's Dominican. My dad's Dominican. Uh, we moved to Maryland when I was four, and I've pretty much been here ever since. Yeah, either between Montgomery County or PG County. Uh, I went to school at Towson for a little bit. That's like the furthest outside of uh, outside of uh, PG and Moco that I've ever been. Uh, I mean, to live anyway. Um, but yeah, man, that's that's pretty much it. Uh, grew up in the area all my life. Went to college around here. Worked a uh, worked a day job. Work still working a day job in uh, post production and media post production. Uh, yeah, man, that's that's pretty much all it is. Yes, I was like I, when I first started watching, I was like, who's this Ethiopian dude with a Hispanic last name? <laughs> who's this guy? I've actually uh, I've actually had like uh, I mean, it's funny if I say it was a cab driver, but I don't think he was a cab driver. But like, I've definitely had an incident where like I was driving and a dude in another car stopped me and he was like, hey, hey. And I rolled down the window, and he started speaking like Ethiopian or cheering or something. I was like, "Nah, man, that's not that's not me." Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, it's, it's good. To, it's, it's it's good to be in to ambiguous. You know, you can fit right? into a lot of places. Yeah, man. It's just it's just that general immigrant vibe. You know, I give off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I I felt it too. I'm like, this guy's an immigrant too. We 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 can get along. We can spot our own. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you grew up in Silver Spring, right? Hence why people think I'm Ethiopian. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I grew up. So so when we first moved to the States, uh, we were living in Langley Park in PG County. And then for middle school and for most of high school, my parents got an apartment out in Silver Spring. And then my parents bought a house like right before my senior year of high school. This was 2002. Uh, and they bought a house in Laurel. Uh, and they've been out there ever since. So, yeah, just, just general DMV area. Yeah. So when did you realize you wanted to do comedy? Uh, so I started like, started comedy when I was like 31. So basically 2016, uh, at the beginning of 2016, I had broken up with a girl, like all that. I said all that, I got my own apartment. And uh, after Trump got elected, uh, shit was just dark and shit. Yeah. Uh, and I was just like, I had my own place. All I did was like go home and go to work. I was like, I need to find something else to do. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not happy. So I was just like, all right, let me, I always thought about, I always thought I was funny. I was like, all right, let me try stand up. And then like within a week I wrote some jokes 
And then I hit up some people. He sent some emails out and got on stage. And yeah, man, the first time I got on stage, I, I got off and I was like, yeah, this is, I'm going to be doing this for a while. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. It was just that, like, that instant of like, I got on stage. I loved it. And I was like, all right, this is, this is what I'm going to be doing for, for a minute. Um, so yeah, that, that's how I got in, man. Yeah. And just hitting open mics and grinding, find, finding that, finding that groove, that grind, um, just writing, writing as many jokes as I could. Yeah, man. So have you always been like the funny guy, like the, the like the, the comedian in the family or in your school? In your no, no, I'm so like, if you, if you see me in real life, like if, so like, if you were like, yo, Fernando, come over for like a while, I'll just like be sitting in the corner quiet. Just like, I don't, I don't, not the guy that like, I have to like talk all the time. I have to like, you know, be the center of attention all the time. Like sometimes I am like, I have this debate because I think I'm quiet and all my friends think I'm loud. But I think I am loud, but I have a quiet personality where like I can just be in a room chilling and like not say much. Like I'll interject. If you talk to me, I'm gonna talk, you know, I'm gonna be personable. And like I might, I'll, I'll try to be funny. I'll try, I might try to say some funny things, but I'm not like, you know, like I'm bouncing off the walls all the time, you know, all that. Like with my friends and like if, if I'm comfortable in the space, yeah, I'll do that. Um, but now, man, growing up, I was quiet. Like, I was pretty much, my mom was very protective. So I just, like, uh, I was just in front of a TV all the time. Uh, my mom's funny. Like, all my uncles are way funnier than me. I think a lot of my friends are funnier than me. They just have good jobs, so they don't want to do stand-up. Two things. First of all, you don't sound Dominican at all. Um, or but you sound barely Dominican. You, know, you, you don't like being the center of attention. You don't like to talk. Right? <laughs> Secondly, it, that's the worst that's the worst like pitch for a comedian. Like, I don't even think I'm funny. Like, my uncles are way funnier than me, and my friends are all way funnier than me. Like, what kind of salesman are <laughs> what kind of salesman? What kind of comedian says I, I'm the least funny guy I know, but please come to my show? Hey man, come to the show and find out. No, but I, I'm kidding, y'all. He's he's lying, y'all. He's he's funny. He's just being modest. No, but it's it's also a thing. Um hold on. Oh, okay. Um, no, nah, man, it's also a thing of like, I've don't, I, I mean, I have to work on that, but I'm also just like, look, man, trust me, like I'm, I'm all right. Or, or the show to me, it's like more about the show. Like, like I'll pick some good comedians. The show's funny. Um, but yeah, no, like I said, like, I just don't, I don't always feel the need to like prove this shit to people, you know, Not so coming up and be like, yo, like say something funny. I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't have to. It's like, yo, yo, like in conversation, like you'll see if I'm funny or not. You know what I mean? Like you'll see. Yeah. I might, I'll, I'll throw out some things. That was the thing that uh, was actually, when I, before I did stand up, I thought about doing improv because I always felt like I was better when like someone says something and then I come back with something. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I feel that way a little bit where like it's just hard to just straight up write a joke and be funny as opposed to like in conversation, like somebody said, like you say something, I say something back and I think it's funny. You don't laugh at anything though, Tuli. You're always thinking. I, I I can tell you're always in the chat in the in the show. I can tell right now, like you don't laugh at any jokes. You're just like, oh, he think he's funny. I'm a top his joint, straight West African. <laughs> no, I laugh. I just I just I'm I am the opposite of what you mentioned. How you said you were like you said you're just quiet, like sitting in the corner. You don't like to be um you know you don't, you're not not the center of attention. Yeah, I'm the opposite. I like I just like to. If it gets too quiet in the room, like yo, we gotta we gotta do something, y'all. We gotta we gotta shake it up. 
Nah, the first the first few Hannah's joints when you was in there, and I was looking at the chat. I was like, why does nigga Tula always got something to say, yo? <laughs> just I was like, just enjoy the show, motherfucker. Shit. <laughs> okay, well, I, I'll keep that in mind for the next one. I, nah, man, that was part of the show again. Like you, you dropped the coin now. Like you, you like number four or five fan. You're day one now. Yeah, I'm on day one now. But no, nah, yeah, yeah, I won't do it in the live show. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, you yeah, can't. No, 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 no. Just, just the comments. Just the comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you know what? I'm gonna I'm start a, I'm gonna start a Zoom just so like the people at the show can do the chat in the joint, so y'all can have y'all can have something to talk about. <laughs> we could feel at home again, like we did yeah. over the pandemic. Exactly. But no, but I think it is dope that you guys did it though, because I mean, who thought Zoom comedy would work, right? Hey man, it's it's a weird thing with comedians too, because it's like uh, I, I have to give a shout out. I don't think she was the like first first person to do it, but I gotta give a shout out to my homie Hetty Sandberg. She's gonna be on the show. She was the first like person in the DMV that I saw do it, and it was just straight up. She was like, "I'm bored." I got and, and like before before uh, COVID, she didn't really run shows. She used to host a lot of shows, and she would um there was this place called the Pinch, uh, and she was like a uh, uh, one of the people in there that did the shows but she wasn't like us she didn't have like her own solo show so during the pandemic was like her like first joint doing it by herself and i was like oh man if Hetty can do that joint i mean Hetty's Hetty's dope so i was like hey man if Hetty can do that joint i already got the show i already got the the brand and everything so let me just like throw a zoom in the title and and get this thing rocking yeah man but we've been rocking ever since it's a weird thing with comedians because a lot of them don't like it a lot of uh i had this conversation with a lot of comedians and it's like I get it. The stage is like preferred. The stage is like nothing. Nothing compares to that. Nothing compares to being in front of like a live audience and all that. But for me, Zoom is like you get out of it what you put in. Like if you 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 see me, you see uh, Angel, uh, you see the comics we have. We always come with a lot of energy. We playing the music. You know, we, I'm talking to Hannah. You know, we're doing it live. Uh, we're being lively. I mean, uh, so as long as like you treat it like a show, people will respect it as a show. Yeah, um, I mean. I think it's a different dynamic than the uh, stand-up comedy at the live performances mm-hmm. because, like you know, you mentioned me in the comments, and then but then the interaction is is different because now you can see what people are saying. People can laugh. They can mute themselves. They can unmute themselves. There can be more of a dialogue. It's not the same as stand-up comedy as far as stage presence, but I do think it's a it's a it's not a it's a it's a value add to some degree, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't disagree with that. Again, it's different. It's like you can see people's homes. Like you can like you notice different things about people when they're like um, when they're at home versus when they're you know out. Uh, but I also I also say that like I, you find out very quickly that like if you whoever you are, you are. You know what I mean? If you were a comic that was like late to a show in real life, you're a comic that's late to a show on Zoom. If that's you're terrible. a comic that always prepared and and, and had your jokes tight. On Zoom, you're a comic that always prepares and has your jokes tight. If you're just coming in willy nilly, doing a bunch of crowd work, that's what you're gonna do on Zoom too. So it's like, it, to me, I get this. I get like 90, 95 percent of the same feel. It's a little different. Um, you have to like wait a little longer with your jokes, which is a thing like a lot of comedians struggle with. Uh, even even on stage, it's like a lot of comedians like a lot of comedians are like you, where they always want to talk and they always want to be the center of attention, but like you have to pause sometimes. So with Zoom, it's also like you have to like wait an extra second before you say the next joke. But a lot of comics like step on it because they're like not comfortable with that silence. So to me, that's to me the only difference that like I just have to wait a little longer for the joke to hit. Uh, and like you said, there's also a thing with like Zoom that I like to do. That's like you see me do it. Like you lean in, like you tell a punchline and you lean in, which is something you can't really do on stage. It's like right. 
it's like a different experience when you like if you have me on uh, on like speaker view and I'm telling a joke and then my whole face is in this fucking screen and it's just like it's it's a little goofy different little thing you know and then you can see the the um faces of all the people in the in the Zoom meeting right you know, yeah like, and their laughter and then you could just and then you could just fry people it's a whole different yeah. dynamic. But, a, lot of, a lot of comedians complain about uh, like, oh, like not nobody puts their camera on. But I'm like, the shows I've done, it's like the people who want their camera on will have their camera on, and then you can't see anybody else, which is kind of like the same on stage. If you're in a club, like you can only see like really like the first row, the first couple rows. There's some joints where like it's just pitch black after that, and you're just like you can't see anybody anyway. So yeah. again, it's like there's a lot of similarities that like I think comedians don't really take advantage of. Can I can I talk about some uh, Zoom highlights for a second? Sure. Because <laughs> you mentioned the, who comedians are or who they are, no matter if they're doing Zoom or stand up. And you said comedians who come late. I remember that one episode when that dude looked like he was just getting in his car and he started. <laughs> yeah. <talking. laughs> that was hilarious. That, that is. Was, Go ahead. Yeah, no, no, I'm saying that was funny. That was funny. I remember that uh, distinctively. Like everybody was like, is he in his car? Like, yeah. is, that, is that the right guy? And then he just started doing his jokes, and we're like, okay, well, was he good? He had a good set, though, right? He had a good set. He, yeah, that's, that's, my, that's my man, Alex. Like, Alex is the only one so far that I've seen have like a super dope set on in their car. If like once I see they're in their car, I'm always like, all right, man, they're like they're somewhere out. There's just something about doing it from the car that doesn't translate a lot of times, and like you just you just like I've seen like hilarious comedians that I've seen kill before, and they're in their car, and it's just like. There's just something all because you know they're rushed. You know they're not like they're not settled. Like there's just there's just always something a little off about it. But yeah, man, no, Alex is like the only one I've seen that like really did his thing when when he was in the car. Yeah, right. And then um, the infamous um, I can't remember her name. That that girl that we thought was was black, but she was white. Was it Lorraine? No, you had a you had a guy, your friend. I think his name was Jamie or something like that. But I, was a, I don't remember. There was a girl that you that would just kept talking. Like you know how I talk in the comments. She was just talking, just talking. And we thought she was black. And then when we saw her picture, when she when we saw her camera, she was a white girl. Uh, Dina. Dina. Yeah, yes. Yeah, that's, that, oh, that's my homie Glenn. That's his like homegirl from back in the day. Like they went to high school or some shit or college together. Yeah. yeah that was a would not shut the fuck up. She was like Tulu, <laughs> but louder. Yeah, no, she was like Tulu with a voice. I type. Mm -hmm. I type a lot. So I don't shut the fuck up with my with typing. She was just talking, but it was funny though. It was a, it was, it it was different, but it was funny. That's a, that's another thing with like stand up. Sometimes like we all hear the like stories of like shutting down a heckler or and shit like that. But sometimes like they're like they're not really trying to heckle. They're like. I mean, they're not really helping, but like you have to like ne not negotiate with them, but like you know what I mean. Like, if it, it, it's a playful banter, sometimes you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and you and you gotta kind of feed into that. You sometimes when you shut it down, it's not ideal. But but I also guess like if you're like again, uh, if you're like a comic and this is your thing and you're working on something, like yeah, that shit throws you off. But a lot of times, man, it's like the interaction like is what makes the show. Like that's the part of the show that you remember, you know. Yeah, so, that 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 was part of it. Like we all became invested in Dina. <laughs> on that right, show, yeah, and uh, but your boy Glenn at the beginning didn't look like he was having a good time, but I, th I think she grew on him as far as uh, her her comments. But I think in the beginning, it's like, all right, what's going on? But also, Glenn, like you gotta imagine, like Glenn is also like Glenn knew her, so he was like, I know, I know what's about to happen, kind of thing, you know, like he oh. knew, he knew where it was going.
Okay, yeah. So, yeah, so he, and then again, like he he expected that, and then it's like, all right, like now we gotta uh 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 because then he then we talked and again like it turned out great. It wasn't like a it wasn't like a bad night. No, it was an epic, it was an epic episode, it was an epic night. Yeah, and, and she put all her business out there. That's that's, that's the fun <laughs> part, yeah. That's, yeah, that's the good part. It was crazy. Uh that, that one I enjoyed that one. I enjoyed that one. Yeah, man. Uh, what else? What are the highlights? There, there, there are a bunch of highlights, but those are the two that stuck out to me the most. The guy that was in his car, and he killed his set, but it just looked like, oh shit, did I had it? I was supposed to do something tonight. <laughs> <laughs> he just opened up his phone and just started, and, just, and just created magic. And then oh, yeah. uh, D- Dina was just she. I don't want to put everything out there because you know that's a, that was a personal conversation they had, but it, it yeah, was, yeah, it, yeah, it was pretty funny. And that's, not, that's the other thing. It's like I don't, I don't really like street. Like, I don't really live stream or anything. I don't record it. It's like you got to be in the room. Like if you want to catch that moment, you got to be there. Like I like that. Like I still yeah. got to keep that on Zoom, where it's like I'm not gonna be posting this everywhere. It's like if you were in the room when it happened, like we can talk about it. But if you weren't there, like you weren't there. Yeah, but but a uh, good thing about the um, Zoom is that I honestly would have never seen any of those guys. Like literally, it would never would have happened. Yeah. And so, it's, also, it's also a lot of them are like out of town too, like because um, again, good Zoom, like you don't you don't have to physically be anywhere. So it's like a lot of times we get like I've met a bunch of comics from around the country, and uh, yeah, and then I'll get them on the show, and it's like yeah, different styles, different flavors that you haven't you haven't seen before. It always gets tricky when they want to do like local references, and you're just like we don't we don't have that here. I don't we, I don't, we don't get it. We don't get yeah. it. But the people in the in the audience, the people in the audience, they seem pretty. They seem to be pretty, you know, like, oh, we'll just, we'll support you anyway, even though we don't get it. Yeah, man, it's, a, it's, a, we, we made it a pretty supportive and nice room, man. I don't, again, like, it's a weird alchemy. I don't know how it's happened, but for some reason, it's just, it just works. Uh, and, and again, like I was saying with the Zoom thing, it's like, when we did Hannah's Basement, it was always a great show. And then when we started doing it on Zoom, I was like, ah, it's not going to be the same, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, after the first one we did, I was like, it's kind of the same. It kind of yeah. feels like the show that we always did. So, yeah, man, it's it's been it's been a fun experience so far. Yeah, and I see your boy uh, got famous. Um, oh, Scott! Yeah, man. Uh, uh, so uh, if you if you've seen those like angry IKEA guy or angry Rizzo guy, or whatever the white guy. Uh, yeah, man, Scott. But Scott's always been funny. Like I I think I don't I think he started a little bit before me. I know he did like improv and stuff before. So like when I first saw him, his stage presence was already down because he had been doing the improv thing, and then like his writing and his jokes. Yeah, man. Like, if you see a stand-up, he crushes. Like, that's one of the ones, like, like again, like you say, you remember. Uh, I had him. So he did Hannah's one time where I had him headlined. Like, it was, like, early on. Like, it was, like, our fifth show. Crushed it. Like, because I knew he would. And, I, and that was, like, the other thing I was trying to do with Hannah's, where it's, like, no one else is, was going to let that dude headline back then. You know what I mean? Or they might right. have a feature or something. But it's also headlining. But it was also, like, 20, 25 minutes. Like, a real headliner set is, like, 45 minutes to an hour. But I was like, eh, ain't nobody got all, none of my friends got all that. So I was like, yo, do 20 minutes at the end of the show. But you get that feeling, you know, you get the feeling like, yeah. you know, I close out the show, I headline, blah, blah, blah. So he did that. And then he did my birthday show. And I, I had my parents come, my brother and sister come to my birthday show. And he was like the one they, he, my mom was like, I like them. Like, you know, how, like when you leave a show and you like see who you like, like that was the one that my mom was like, him. Like, yeah, well, who is he? He, the, she's the one that, uh, he's the one that she asked me about. And I was like, yeah, man, that's Scott, Scott. Scott Cease, man. If you don't, if you don't know about him, follow him because it seems like hopefully, you know, knock on wood, he's, he's about to he's about to do some big things. Yeah, I mean that. that the, I've seen the that. thing about him, the thing about him too, when, when all these things blowing up, it's like he got the LeBron suit and everything, but it was also like 
the caliber of comedian that was like, yo, this is dope. And I, and the comedians that I, I don't really see like tweet often or like they, they tweet, but they don't really retweet other comedian shit like that. And he was getting like some big names to be like, yo, this is, I've been watching this all day. And you're it's like, it's a fucking dream come true kind of thing for him. So man, I'm so, so proud of that dude. I hope, I hope this leads to like bigger and bigger things for him. Because he's also, again, like nicest dude ever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, always a good dude, always like professional, always like in good spirits, never like a bad word to say about anybody. Yeah, man, just just like a, a real dope dude. Yeah, I mean, I remember him for two reasons. Number one, because he was he was funny. Yeah. But but he's from Baltimore and he has a very Baltimore accent. You think? I was I never I never hear it. I think I think I've heard other people say that. And I think there's other there's some jokes where he emphasized it, but I never really heard like the thick Baltimore joint. He's from I, I didn't know this, but because I, I read an article I think in in the Baltimore Sun that he's from Dundalk, and I was like, oh, that explains the single mom thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, but if you live in Baltimore, you understand that there's a white Baltimore accent and there's a black Baltimore accent. Right. The black Baltimore accent is more pronounced. It's the one you kind of identify with Baltimore. Right. But the white Baltimore accent is pretty distinct too. But it's just like you got to know, like, okay, that's Baltimore. Like when, he, like he said, when he says on. Ah, uh, okay. He said he says on. I can't. I'm not going to uh, mimic it because I don't know how to do it. But do it's you? Just, do you hear it in the in the in the angry IKEA guy videos? Do you hear the Baltimore accent? In some of the things he says. Okay. But you have but you have to know the white um people in Baltimore to kind of understand it. Okay. I spent a little time in Baltimore. Uh but yeah, no, with him, with the, I mean with, with most people from Baltimore, I I don't hear it almost. I, I've never really heard it. But hey man, if you say so, even, yeah, even I mean, better. Yeah, I'm, I've been in Baltimore for a couple of years now, so I might as well just become a drug kingpin or something. <laughs> I've been out here. I went to college out here, then I left and I came back. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, trying to restart the wire? Yeah, I'm trying to restart the wire. Do a big, I'm African like Idris, so so we can make it work. Um, there you go. But that was one of the things that stood, uh, stood out to me. Um, it was another one. Oh, and, and uh, not every comedian is necessarily funny all the time. Mm hmm. But I have to say, the brothers have been representing like the, the brothers that you have on the um, on the Hannah's basement. They 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 are usually funnier than I thought they were going to be on first look. Ah, okay. I see them. I'm like, okay, he might be a little bit funny. And then when he actually performed, like this dude was hilarious. <laughs> I can't remember any names, but there were there were a couple of guys who stood out. I mean, you know, that's when 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 have when have when have the brothers not been the funniest dudes in the room? That's true. And then you had one lady recently who was talking about her roommates doing witchcraft. And uh, I forget what her name was. She was like, she found a, a bag of onions and like dead cats in her. It was white funny. Girl? Huh? White girl? A white lady, yes. Yeah, I think I, I think that was Beth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, that was Beth Hayden, yes. Also, also from Be More. Oh, yes, yes. So my roommate was in here and then he just happened to walk past during her, her set. He was like, what the hell was y'all just, were you listening to? And I was like, no, it's my man. He's doing a comedy show, and that's a comedian. But he had to, he he just happened to walk past during the my roommates have like a bag of onions. But she was saying some weird shit. It was funny though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Beth Beth is Beth is dope. Yeah, uh, yeah. Another another Baltimore comedian. Uh, very high energy. Uh, her voice. She has a very particular voice, which is a yes. lot. Of, some people don't like, and some people love. It's like it's a very. It's a very like nasally high voice, but yeah, man, she always she always comes through through and does her thing. And then your brother, not your brother, your cousin. Oh, Angel. Nah, fuck that nigga. Nah, but no, but the thing is, what stood out recently because he had some naked dude in his background, and, and the dude was there the whole time. 
<laughs> and we're like, bro, there's a naked man in your background. Like, what's going on? That's his, that's his brother David. Okay. <laughs> the niggas never wear shirts. Uh, apparently. I, I mean, get it. Like, it's hot, but niggas hey, never wear shirts. So, so we're, just, we're just going over uh, highlights from Hannah's basement, the, the Zoom version. So we're, I'm just going over some of the highlights that I've that I've participated in, um, and apparently I learned that uh, uh, that my um, my the, the the banter that I think is witty banter in the <laughs> chats is not looked at the same way by most people, but it's okay. It's because it's like after every joke, I'm like, nigga, laugh. Are you laughing over there? I just be like, who's even laughing? Is he enjoying this? See, the thing, I should turn my mic on so y'all can hear me laughing. But I, I actually turn my mic off so you don't hear distraction in the background because yeah, that's, that's, that's a double-edged sword. With yeah, like, I would I would say with Zoom, it's like always turn on your video because like video. I mean, you know, it's comic, so they might clown you on some shit. But at least we can see you. Like that'll be another because you can see the people laughing. You can see it. You might not hear it, but at least you can get the vibe. With audio, man, it's like you just got to be in a room where there's no noise because if, if there's shit going on, that shit throws off everything. Right. You know what I mean? I, I turn on my video sometimes, but sometimes I don't go to the barbershop. And we're not as all as easy on the eyes as you are, Fernando. I mean, so I try, facts. I try, I, facts, right? So I just like, you know, let me let me not insult the, the group today. Like, I'm not well-groomed. You know what I mean? I just came out of what, hauling dirt for 10 hours probably. So, like, let me just keep my... Let, let, let me, I know you got the. I know you got the. I know you got your favorite do rag though. You know what I mean? Throw that joint on. Yeah, I know. But whenever I throw on a do rag, people think I'm a criminal. I'm like, I don't want that energy today. You know? Hey man, that's not his basement. No one, no one's gonna think you're a criminal. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, I'm, I'm, well, I'm in, I'm six two. I'm black. I'm in Baltimore, and I wear a do rag. Like I fit like five yeah. or six criteria. Yeah, but that six two gets you a lot of pussy. So I ain't no no sympathy from me. Facts. As a, as a five nine nigga, any any nigga that's got a six in front of his height, no sympathy. Hey T, I made it. T, I said it. You know, five nine with the with a heart of a six four nigga. He said that right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta you gotta just carry it like that. All right, man. I gotta. I, you know what? I gotta I gotta learn from you. I gotta learn from a six foot nigga. So. Yeah, man. Uh, so that was we went over the some some of the highlights from Hannah's basement. There there are plenty of highlights from Hannah's basement. I didn't go over all of them, but I just went over a few that stuck out to me. Yeah, man. And I think the next one, the next virtual one, I think we're going to do May 14th. We got our first live one back after everything uh, next Friday on April 30th. So if you want to come check it out, if you're in Hyattsville, it's going to be in Hyattsville. Uh, if you want to check it out, follow me at uh, Funny Magical. I got the flyer up there. It's going to be 15 bucks. You Venmo me to 15. I'll send you the address. We're going to have drinks. We're going to have some drinks. We're going to have some snacks. It's also BYOB if you want to bring your favorite, uh, your favorite drink, your favorite beer, cocktail. Um, so yeah, man, it's, it's, and it's always a good time. Uh, I did a couple shows. This is other comedian, Chris, Chris Blackwood, where, uh, he bought a house during pandemic and he's got like a pretty big backyard. We did a couple shows there, like in the fall, but then it started getting too cold. So, uh, so we only did like two or three. So now this, this summer it's like, all right, man, like, we're, we're trying to get back into it. Like, hopefully we'll do at least one live one every month, maybe more, uh, depending on, you know, his schedule, what he wants to do. Um, so yeah, man, it's going to be the first one. So if you're in Maryland, if you're in DC next Friday, 7 PM Eastern, uh, Hannah's basement, uh, on April 30th. Yeah. Hit, hit me up on, uh, IG funny magical for more info. Cool. So my podcast typically is usually about, um, getting deep, getting deep into people and who they are and their experiences. Okay. So I want to I only have one real question. What is it like being Dominican? Like what? What is what? Tell me a, a Dominican experience. Hmm. What is it like being Dominican? Um. 
That's a weird question. I guess I mean we're loud. It's very we're very boisterous people. Uh, well, to be honest, to honest, the Dominicans that I knew from back in the day, they, they just all look like light skinned niggas. So I Ooh. couldn't tell. I mean, we got we got some dark ones too. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Haiti's right there, so you know. Yeah, yeah, like cross pollination. Yeah, yeah, and then, and then you try to, yeah, always trying to block the border so the niggas can't get in. You know, I see I, the video. I see the videos on YouTube. I always say you, you know how like you're a much better person when you don't have a roommate. Oh, okay, okay, that makes sense. You know I mean, it's that kind of. I mean, you know, just a, a little gentle slavery. You know, nothing too bad. Yeah, I, I get you. I get you. I get yeah. you. Uh, but it's all hate. You know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. That's a weird question because I've only ever been Dominican. I don't know what uh, what to compare it to, you know. But so I'll give you an example, like being mm-hmm. African, right? Some some of the African jokes is like, okay, being African, uh, your parents beat your ass to study twelve hours a day. You know, you, when you bring your American friends over, your your parents look at you with a side eye. <laughs> okay, you, yeah, a lot of that. Yeah, you you eat spicy food your whole life. Okay. Uh. You, you don't think your dad has a personality? He's just a, he's just a guy who who pays the bills. He doesn't really have, he doesn't really have a personality except listen to me or I'll whip your ass. Just some, some just some African experience, you know, just some some experiences being African. I know Dominicans have their own yeah. that are that are unique to being Dominican. It's a lot of it's okay. There's some similarities, you know, a lot of uh, you know, rice and beans every day for dinner. Yep. Uh, Terrible African diets, rice and rice and stew every night. Yep. Yeah, rice every fucking night. I had a whole joke about that. Uh, uh, loud, a uh, lot of a lot of uh, dancing, good dancing. Yes, yes. Um, my uh, my girlfriend right now, she's half Puerto Rican, and uh, so there's you know there's beef there. So she she asked her granddad, like she always asked her granddad about Dominican men, and one of the things he said was Dominican men like eating pussy more than like the fuck. I was like, all right, maybe. All right. Um, that's, not, that's not such a bad stereotype. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's... But somebody said that uh, Puerto Ricans talk like they can always have something in their mouth. You know, like... like <laughs> so I don't know, somebody gave... I, I can't do an example of, like, you know, I, I can't do it. I can't imitate them, but it's, it's almost like they're trying to speak Spanish. It's like they're holding something in the back of their mouth when they're trying to speak. First of all, yeah. Puerto Ricans, no Puerto Rican know Spanish, okay? The motherfuckers don't know no Spanish. Uh, what's another... It's another Dominican thing. Um, yeah, dancing, a lot of dance, a lot of music. Uh, Cardi B. Yeah, you, we, we got Cardi. You know, we're gonna we claim Cardi. We're gonna yeah. claim that damn Cardi. Um, you know, baseball, a lot of lot of baseball. We love oh baseball. yeah, yeah, baseball, definitely baseball. Yeah, I was I was uh I was watching the Sammy Sosa, Sosa Mark McGuire documentary on ESPN. Like he's he's, a, he's Dominican, huh? He's Dominican, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sammy's Dominican. And Big Poppy, and Big Poppy, yes, yes, yes. Okay, uh, okay. But no, man, Sammy, that shit brought back a lot of memories because, like, again, like Sammy was like the only Dominican nigga you would see on TV for like a minute, you know. So we had a we everybody made those light skin jokes, but no, nah, man, Sammy's still that man. Well, he's not. He's light skin now, though. I mean, I mean, who 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 are we to judge? You know, 
Let my man live. <laughs> I, I'm not, that's not a knock. I'm just saying you said, you know, he, he was, he, he, you, you said, oh, light skin jokes. A little. You know, he backed off a little. He backed off the cream a little. Like, you can see it in the dock. He, like, lighter, but he not, like, he not, like, 98 dark, but he not, like, light like he was in them pictures that we saw a few weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, like, them pictures, I was like, yo, who the, is yeah, Michael, Michael Jackson 2.0? Yeah, my man, my man Simon was wilding, but you know what I mean. He's still my hero. Still my yeah. always gonna be my hero. He's Stand up guy. Stand up guy. Six hundred nine home runs don't lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So uh, let me see. Let me let me see if I can bring up some more some more African stuff. Uh, I think. Well, well, I, where I, are you from, by the way, Tulu? What? I'm sorry. What country? Oh, Nigeria. You know. Okay. It's a joke. A lot of my friends say that when people ask them where they're from. They say they don't ask them what part of Africa they're from. They ask them, "Hey, what part of Nigeria are you from?" That's fine. Because they don't understand that there are like fifty countries in Africa. They just go straight. Because you know, with Nigerians, we have a lot of kids and in, in 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 our families, our seeds spread around the world. I mean, I was shocked when I heard there was a there was a school in Papua New Guinea, and there was a department named after a Nigerian guy in a school in Papua New Guinea. I'm like, damn, I see our seed. Travels pretty fucking far. Hey man, yeah. Why is uh, y'all Jola Fries worse than Ghana's? Why is it worse than Ghana's? Yeah, I think that's I think that's an improper question. Actually, <laughs> I don't think that, I think I don't think that's the I can't answer that question. First of all, we all know we all know what kind of got the best jollof. off. Let's let's stop playing. Okay, well, I'll see. See, um, what, what kind of jollof? We don't want to touch that. I mean, that's 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 royalty right there, right? <laughs> but. As in reference to Ghana versus Nigeria, Ghana's jollof rice, it's like, it's like when you know when you want to go to McDonald's, right? And then because you crave a McDonald's, mm-hmm. and then your dad's like, I, I, I got burgers in the freezer. I can make burgers right here. <laughs> That's Ghana jollof rice in, in a nutshell. It's like we want Nigerian jollof rice, and Ghana was like, Nah, man, we we got we got rice right here. We can I make some like- rice right here. I just like to end that analogy. Nigeria is McDonald's, and no one thinks McDonald's is good anymore. Well, no, I'm I'm just saying that you know, Nigeria. Yeah, no, like I got it. Jollof rice from Nigeria is like McDonald's. You know, plain. You know, fast, cheap. I get it. I get it. All right. So, what's Ghana is paying you right now? Like, who's funding you? Hey, like I said, my girls, my girls have Puerto Rican, have Panamanian. I don't have, a, I don't have a dog in this fight. I got, I got my own civil war issues going on. Yeah, right? You got a little United Nations in your family, right there. <laughs> you know what I mean? I told her, I told her, if ever have a baby, she's gonna be automatically a video, a video chick. Right, because every every video is vixen. The country they come from is represented in your household. Right. You know I mean? <laughs> All right. So okay. So we, we we went over the Dominican question. Yeah. Um, I'm about to just start asking random stuff now because like. You know, that's Go what ahead. we do. Let's do it. Let's do it. Right, let me start. Let me start. Okay. Well, since we're going, we're going to keep it in uh, South America, you know, or Central South Central America. So, or in the islands. There you go. Would you, you take? Would you take a young J Lo over a young Shakira? I'll take a young J Lo over a young Shakira. One. Speaking of people who sound like they're talking with something in their mouth, that's just straight up Shakira. <laughs> right? It was like, you talk, yeah. you talk about Puerto Ricans. I was like, I don't know. You ever heard Shakira? She always, she always got some marbles in there. Okay. Uh, no, man, J-Lo, man. I'm a, I'm a 90s kid. You know, that's that's when, that's the, oh, that's the funny thing about Shakira. Because, like, I remember before she crossed over, 
again, like uh, uh, we would see her on Univision or Telemundo or whatever. And like, just when she was just like straight up Spanish language uh, uh, singer. But now, nah, man, it was always J-Lo for me, man. I, I, I like a big old butt. Hips are cool, but that yeah. ain't, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's one yeah. thing that I respect about my, my Hispanic brothers and sisters, or my, my, my Hispanic brothers. Yeah. We all have a, have a unique appreciation for the backside. Yeah, man, it's all about that ass. Yeah, man. Yeah. All so, that man, so that's where we connect. You know, how you, you trying to find bridges to diff between different people. Yeah. Me, me and Fernando connect on our appreciation for the backside. Yeah, you could, you could build that bridge over a big old ass. Yeah, exactly. Jayla <laughs> uh, was always like, the cool chick. I mean, she was in *Living Color*. She had the, she had the, she had the fly movie roles. You know, uh, *Money Train* and all that shit. No, nah, it's J Lo. J Lo all day. Okay, Rosie Perez. What do you think about her, real quick? Rosie Perez. See that voice is annoying. That yeah. annoying voice that's right the there. that's the that's the that's the she got some of her mouth voice. Yeah, she was always cool. Like I feel like I feel like Rosie would be like the cool aunt. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to hang with Rosie, but I was never. I mean, yeah, obviously I was attracted to her, but I would like I would more like just want to hang with her, like and chop it up with her than like, you know, what I mean, do something. Uh, okay. I mean, I, th I still think I still take J-Lo just because there's like J-Lo's kind of boring, but she's also kind of cool. You know, what I mean, she's kind of blank. Like, I got but, you, I got you. yeah, but she was always kind of fly. She was always like, you know, the cool chick. So I was I'll take J-Lo. Yeah. And, she, you know, she ages pretty well. So oh, she aged amazingly. Yeah. yeah I mean, uh, she, she doesn't sing that well, but she's, she's a good entertainer. Hey, you know what I mean? It's 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 not always about singing. You know what I mean? It's, sometimes it's about the sometimes it's about the. Oh, I, I was gonna say dance moves, but you know we ain't, she ain't got that either. Uh, oh, J Lo got a couple of dance moves, bro. I mean, but not like not like on some like unimpeachable shit. You know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna. I mean, she's not the best dancer in the world. She she good, but she's not like you know out there out there. I got you. I got you. She ain't yeah. doing the she ain't doing the belly dance like uh, Shakira. So right, yeah, I would say Shakira's more. More known for her dancing, yeah. But uh, also, J Lo got the the joint with Ja Rule. That's what Jam. Uh, I'm real. That's yeah, yeah. That's when Jenny was Jenny from the block. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. So oh, yeah, um, and she, got, she got Jada. She got a Jada and Kiss single. Yeah, man. Come on, it's J Lo all day. I mean, I Jada, Jada and Styles on the. She put Jada and Styles on the single for uh, uh, Jenny from the block. Yeah, man. It's, it's J Lo all day. All right. So we're gonna. That's gonna end our J Lo segment of the podcast. You know, we we, we budgeted that in there. To, to uh, promote J Lo and everything that she does, because we trying to get her on the podcast. Hey man, she's single again. You know, you never know. I know. I heard. I heard. But, but, but after, like, I, she really likes Dominicans, so you know. I, I was about to say after P Diddy, I'm like, yeah, she's not. She's not fucking with black dudes no more. Did <laughs> she? Yeah, she really hasn't. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, P Diddy, you 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 ruined that train, so that's cool. Yeah. Um. All right, so we're gonna get to some more ethnic questions, right? Yeah. So, for Fernando. Cause you seem like a pretty progressive guy, right? Sure. Yeah. Would you prefer a pretty woman with a nice body, you know, and a, and a, let's just say an average personality. I'm not even gonna say good, an average personality, over a woman who's not that pretty. She's okay. Body ain't banging, but it's all right. Average personality, but she can cook and she can clean. Who would you take? So this is this is some real eleventh grade question right here too. I expected more from a from a journalist such as yourself. Uh, but now I, I, you know what? At thirty six, I'm taking I'm taking the, the cool chick that can cook and clean. Like, you know, what I mean, I just I, I just need some peace. You know what I mean? The the the, the big booty chick, she's gonna she's gonna act out like she know that's all she got. You know, she's gonna she's gonna be real insecure about it and yell at you all the time. Now I'll take I'll take the I'll take the cool chick that can cook and clean. Yeah, that sounds pretty Dominican. Yeah, um, man. practical. Um, I'm a practical man. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, they know the clean. I mean. 
Yeah, she would definitely clean more than I would. I mean, the cooking, yes. The cleaning, I'm like, I can help out with that. Like, I'll go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, look, I'm not a caveman. I, I help out a little bit, but I gotta see the, I gotta see the drive in you first. Right. Before yeah. yeah. I, before I make an effort, like, let me see the drive first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want it's all it's like it's like the uh, it's like Miss Independent. You want a chick that don't need you. Right. Yeah. So, um, next question then. Would you rather make six figures doing a nine to five job or make like 70K a year doing comedy? The 70K a year doing comedy. The 70K is one more than I make now. So it's it's a it's a it's a raise right there. Okay. Yeah, man. If I if I if I could just pay all my if I could pay all my bills doing comedy, yeah, man, that'd be the dream. Uh I don't think just because like um, so like I said, I'm 36. It's like to get there, to get to that point, it's like you got to do like the young man moves to New York, new to LA, like star for a couple of years, you know, really hit the hit the scene hard and all that. And like I just, you know, like I said, man, I got a job, I got all that. When when I first started stand up, I thought about it like, oh man, I'm moving to New York, I'm gonna do the starving artist thing. But it's like when when you get to my age, it's like you and and again, I've been working, uh, I've been working in a corporate a corporate job for twelve years. Again, I don't make much, but it's like enough to you know. Um, enough to pay my bills and shit. It's like, do I really want to go back to, cause it's like, you got to go back to like not making anything in order to get to the 70K, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, I made the 70K and above before. And yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't really happy, you know, made more than, I was, I was like, I was like, man, if I could do what I want to do and still be able to survive, that's all yeah. I need. Yeah, so, I need. so yeah, man, that, that that would be the dream uh, if, I could, if I could do that. It'd just be yeah, like 70, 75, 80. Doing stand-ups, that'd be the dream. But it's also hard. It's it's also tough because it's like you you gotta like that's like you know a uh, thousand uh, here, five hundred here. You know, doing a one nighter and then like the next day, like like doing a one nighter in Ohio and then the next day you got another one in like Virginia or something. So you gotta like drive the whole day. Like it's it's tough. It's tough being out there being a road comic and doing that. But again, like you get to see the country. You get to uh, you don't have to be behind a desk all day. You know, uh, the uncertainty thing is the, the thing that gets me, like not knowing where that next check is coming from. You know, but yeah, if I if I could do it, I would try it. Uh, I think I think if I had started when I was like twenty one instead of thirty one, I definitely probably would have tried to try to do that. But alas, I did not. Yeah, I, I have the same. Um, I don't like to look back, but I was a funny guy back in the day. I guess uh, you know, I can't I can't qualify that because I, I don't have anybody here to to co-sign, but. I feel like I was a funny guy back in the day, and I was told when I was young that I should probably do comedy. But I thought about it recently, and you know, I've been to I've been through corporate America for twelve years, like you probably. Yeah. And I said, man, it wasn't worth. It's not. It's not worth it. Yeah. And I, I kind of wish I just did what I wanted to do back then. Hey, man, I got I got the Zoom open mic on Tuesdays, man. Write some jokes, come through. It's on Zoom. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah. And again, it's like it's like one of those things that like once you do it, you'll see if you want to keep doing it. You know what I mean, you get up there, even even if you even if it doesn't go well, it's like you get the feeling. And you know what? I've also noticed it's like I've done this. I've done this for uh, I've done this for like four years now, and like literally nine times out of ten, we're like it's a new comedian. They get on stage and they do really well. Like if it's their first time, whether the uh, whether the host says it or not, for some reason, like people just sense it. And like there's something about like your first time, you're not thinking about it too much. 
or you're just like up there and you're kind of free because you don't know what to do. It's like kind of that ignorance thing. And people do great, man. So yeah, man, if you want to come through on Tuesday, get, get five minutes and see see again. Like you'll know you'll know whether you like it or not, kind of thing. So yeah, I see. Like, I, see I see your young boy out there. He's doing pretty well. Uh Farid. Yeah. Yeah, man, Farid, uh, him and him and Angel got their own show now. I think it's called After the Mic Roast. I think they do it every other week. Um, it's just like dudes roasting each other, comedians roasting each other. Um, so yeah, if you want to check that out, yeah, also also hit me up because that's that's another good show. I gotta I gotta be a better cousin and, and support them. I just thought about that today. I haven't been to a single one of those. You could be a better cousin and have your cousin put his shirt on. We can start there. I mean, uh, that, that's that's helpful for everybody else. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. No, nah, but no, 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 no shade, Angel. It was it was funny. Um, are you an Avengers guy or an X Men guy? Oh, you know what? That's a good. That's an interesting question. Because I used to be an X Men guy. Because I think, you know what? I think now I'm an Avengers guy. You know, I'm very, I'm very fickle. I'm very fair weather. You know what I mean? Uh, hmm. Okay. Because yeah, when you look at it, it's like, yeah, no, nah, Captain America and Iron Man are pretty dope. So you got, you kind of have to go with a, with a with uh avengers yeah i've been i've been like I've, I, so right before pandemic i rewatched all the marvel movies i'm like i'm pretty i'm not like a huge comic book nerd but i'm a movie guy so like if you put a tv show or a movie on it i'm gonna watch it i'm not i'm not here i'm not out here reading like Shang z comics or anything um but yeah man no, those those captain america movies like i, I rewatch those all the time so yeah man i don't and i don't i never go back to watch those x-men joints so I'm, yeah. gonna go with, I'm gonna have to go with avengers on that one so I'm gonna I'm gonna take some time out to unpack this. Yeah. Because we all grew up X-Men guys. Yeah, we all grew up X-Men, yeah, because because of the cartoon, right? Yeah, yeah. The cartoon of Wolverine, yeah. And the level of disappointment I felt when they put out the X-Men movies, you know, you you couldn't imagine how disappointed I was when I saw that. Like I've been waiting for X-Men movies since I was like 11 years old and to put out that to, to put out that piece of poly poly garbage it, it, it definitely affected me but then x-men still had like two decent movies yeah so i can say that the days of future past was pretty pretty okay um the first class was pretty okay, and even and even Logan, which is not technically an X Men movie, but Logan was pretty okay as well. No, Logan, Logan's great. Oh, yeah, Logan's great. Yeah, Logan's great. Uh, no, I don't see. I didn't. I didn't feel that level of disappointment. Yeah, I think the first one, I was like, oh, it's cool. I liked it. I liked it. But yeah, there is something about that first first X Men movie, like, ah, oh, it's cool. I like that yeah. too. A lot of people love X Two. I don't. I kind of don't see it, but I thought I thought they were fine. You know, for and also like for the time. It's like I wasn't expecting. Maybe you were expecting more than me, but I wasn't expecting that much. You know what I mean? Uh, the third one sucked, but then when they rebooted, yeah, First Class was dope. Days of Future Past was dope. Uh, I think I think those might be the best too. I mean, yeah. probably Logan. Logan's the best one. Like yeah, Logan, yeah. like some real like filmmaking shit. Like I love Logan. Yeah. Yeah, Logan was. Yeah. See, you just touched on why it sucked. The, the, the X Men movie sucked. The Avengers movies are like great theatrical productions yeah 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 the x-men movies were like resident evil <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, but you also gotta remember the thing about the thing that's interesting about marvel is like like marvel studios anyway it's like that's all they do you know what i mean like 
the Avengers is like their shit. X Men was cool about like a 20th Century Fox, but I, even at the time, 20th Century Fox had Star Wars, which I'm sure was making more money than X Men. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it wasn't like the the shit at Marvel. That's like for the movie side of it. That's like their shit. Like we are putting all our money and effort into this, as opposed to those X Men movies where it was like this is one of like four or five blockbuster things that we're doing right now. So it's like you get some. They put a they put good money into it and they and they pushed it, but it wasn't like this is the thing that we do. This is the thing as Fox that like represents us, you know? Okay, so let me let me throw some uh, let me throw some chaos into this thing. Okay. Avengers movies versus Dark Knight movies. Oh, I got yeah. Again, I'm a I'm a I'm a film I'm a film guy, filmmaker guy. So I gotta go with Dark Knight. Yeah. Uh hot man. I don't know though, because Endgame is really good. Like I really like Infinity War and Endgame. Uh, all right, so the second Avengers movie is meh, right? Like, you can agree on that. Right, right, right. The first one, the first one's weird, because the first one, uh, let me know if you think this. Does it just seem like everyone was always, like, you would go somewhere, and, like, that was the movie they were always playing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, like it just seemed like it was always on that first one. Like, that, it just made it seem, like, really big. And I go back, and I'm like, it's cool, it's good. No, the first one's good. And then... I, I I personally I think Avengers really became something crazy when Civil War came out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was the turning point. No. Yeah. Yeah. That was the turning point. No. You're right. You're right. Because like the first the first one was good. Uh, Ultra was kind of a letdown, and then Civil War. Yeah. That's like again like the Captain America movies are, are like the best Marvel movies. Right. 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 Um. And then obviously Infinity Wars did what it did, and then Endgame yeah, was like whoa. Yeah. But. I would take, I'll take the Dark Knight. You take the Dark Knight movies? I mean, yeah, yeah, because that's the thing, like, Dark Knight by itself is just such a singular thing, and it was like, like, we were all obsessed with it, too, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I was kind of obsessed with Endgame, but it was something different. I mean, you know, R.I.P. Heath Ledger, that kind of played into it, too, where it was like, oh, this is his last joint. Like, yeah. We were, we were finally getting, like, a good Joker, too, but you know what I mean? Even, yeah, so Joker made the Dark like Dark Knight, really. I mean, the right. Batman movie itself is pretty, even since the early 90s, it's been pretty decent. Yeah. It has some, some whack ones in there, but it's been pretty decent. But the Joker, they could not have made it a better Joker, but even the Dark Knight Rises with Bane. I mean, I, I, I walked around my apartment doing the Bane voice. Like, I, I was just about to say, that's the most quoted movie that I, I yeah. like to date for me. Because it's so fun. It's so fun. I remember I found a soundboard and I was just fucking playing that shit all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you think the darkness is your ally? That's my shit. Yeah, like I am the League of Shadows. Yeah, <laughs> you were, you were. I was born in it, molded by it. <laughs> yeah, I, I do that because when before the pandemic, I used to go to the gym a lot. That's another reason why I don't turn on my mic because I gained so much freaking pandemic weight. Hey, yeah, but, See, that's, but that's the thing with me. I wasn't. I, I worked out a little bit. But I didn't work out crazy, so it's like I not I didn't gain like a whole lot of weight. As opposed, like I can see that, like where you're like working out all the time, and that's the shit that's keeping it up. And then you stop, and it's like, yeah, yeah, because right. you, you know we love your love rights where I come from. Hey man, um, you gotta you gotta you gotta get that Ghanaian jollof. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So, Ghanaian jollof is like is like uh, if Nigerian jollof is Chick Fil A, Ghanaian jollof is, jollof is like Arby's. Oh, so uh, uh, the Nigerians don't like the gays either. Cool, got it. Good to know. Well, that's actually kind of true. When you <laughs> to be honest with you, I'm not even gonna lie. 
Hey man, now, there's a lot of homophobia and all and throughout the diaspora. Let's just yeah, pretty, pretty much. There's a lot yeah. of Trump supporters in the, in the minority uh, communities. Yeah, yeah. But no, but yeah. Just uh, just to take a quick left with I mean I think Nigerians, but like I think about uh, uh, just black people in general. Like black people should really be Republicans, but just Republicans are so racist that it's just hard to get behind them. I say that all the time. Yeah, like like you you listen to like black people talk and you'd be like, nah, you are conservative as fuck. No, listen to an African conversation one time. Yeah. Or, or Dominican conversation. Or yeah, it's like it's, yeah. it's a lot of it's a lot of tax shit. It's a lot of like religious shit. It's a lot of like, yo, y'all should all be Republicans, but they just if they talk about shit, everything that the progressives fight against, that's what the Africans are talking the, the the immigrants are talking about. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like you can't I mean, some people do, some people go do go to that side, but it's just like you look at that side, you'd be like, yo, but y'all don't fuck with us. Like that's the thing, like Republicans just fuck the game up with the racism. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and so blatant. Like they don't even try to hide it. Yes. Man, yeah. I can do a whole segment on that shit. Cause most of my friends like, are actually I always say too, it's like I would I wish the Republican Party was like I wish that I could vote for them. You know what I mean? Like I wish that I had another choice. Like, you know what I mean? Like I wish that like when I went into the voting booth, it was like, all right, like these two are equal in my mind and I can like, you know, see what's up, you know, depending on but nah, man, like you just you gotta you gotta go with the D because the niggas is over there wilding. Yeah, I mean, you gotta a lot of a lot of dudes didn't vote recently, so uh, I mean, I know a couple of dudes who didn't vote, but I know a couple of dudes who, who voted for Trump. It's kind of funny. No, no, I know some dudes too. Yeah, I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody. You know, people our age, like in their thirties. Yes. Wow. Okay. Because everybody I know was like, I mean, everybody not white that I know was like older, older immigrant kind of thing, like older Dominican dudes and shit. Yeah. No, I know some dude. I definitely know some older guys who would probably vote for Trump. Yeah. But the dudes who I know who voted for Trump were. Negroes our age, mid thirties and, and, and what younger. Their, what was their rationale? That's a that's a lot to unpack, but they just don't like to put they don't like the progressive ideology. Uh, okay. They don't like they don't like. There's a, there's a lot of alpha male energy. I got the, you. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of alpha male energy in the in the immigrant community. So yeah. No. Oh, get out. Seriously, bro. I'm not kidding. Like no, there's a lot of. I know center of attention too, Lou. <laughs> yeah, so now I know not to comment so much and, and, and thank nah, you. Nah, you I'm just giving you shit, man. Keep doing Because at this point, now I feel bad if you don't do it. Nah, no, no, no. I, I, trust me, I, I could take constructive criticism. I mean, cause I, I, actually, I wanted to know if people were getting annoyed by it because I don't want to be that annoying guy. Uh... Nah, you good. At this point, even even if you are the annoying guy, now you're part of the show. Now, now it's it. Now it's you're you're kind of baked into the DNA of the show. So just keep doing it, man. Nah, right. and, and like the chat doesn't really distract the comedians. Like some comedians play along with it, but I don't think anybody at Hannah's has. But it's also like it's just like an extra little, and like you said, like it's it's something that you wouldn't have at a live show. But nah, man, you good. I'm just giving you shit. Yeah, you know, I mean, plus again, I mean, again just to just to. Uh lobby for it i mean anything that gets the people engaged in the show and it's, it's good for them yeah 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 so and it's like a lot of times you guys are talking about each other too so like that's like you guys are engaging in that way and then like y'all are still listening to the comedian and shit so nah man you guys are good yeah the chats, but, chats are interesting but but to be to be fair sometimes i do comment to let the comedian know like hey i'm listening to your jokes 
That's also true. Yeah, because that's the other thing. Like you're at least like commenting on the comedy. You're not like out here like having a whole separate ass conversation either. So right, right, like like Dina. <laughs> exactly. Now Dina was just Dina was doing the same thing. She was just saying it out loud, and that's when it's like, all right, man, come on. You got I come on, Dina. Yeah, no, but but I I I would I would argue that you should that you should invite Dina back though. Uh, that's what like if the, the thing where you find out with comedy is like that's Glenn's friend. So it's like, and because and I've tried to do it other times where like a comedian will have like a friend come through and they'll enjoy the show. And I'll be like, yo, come back, come back. And they never come back because they just came for their friend. So oh, yeah. it's like, I try, but it's just like, they're not, they're not going to come. She'll come when Glenn's on again kind of thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we got to, we got to get Glenn back to get Dina again. Yeah, no, man, Glenn's, not, Glenn's like, whenever, Glenn's like my, if it's not me or Angel, Glenn's like my next, like if I'm hosting, because now, because I've done it so much before I used to host every show. But I don't write enough to have to have fresh material, and then what happens is like you don't want to say the same jokes in the same place all the time, right? So not now, it's just like I get other people. No, the Glenn's always like Glenn's probably gonna host the next live one. Like I'm probably gonna do the first one. I might get Glenn to do like the second one, kind of thing. Yeah. Now Glenn's the homie. Okay. Cool. Cool. All right. So I think we've uh, we, we up we up to an hour. So I got one last question. All right, man. Are you a J. Cole kind of guy or are you are more of the Migos and Future kind of dude? Migos Future, man. I, I for a long time I didn't like J. Cole. I like within like the last year or two, I finally like really listened to uh, what is it? Uh 2014 Forest Hill Drive. Right, right. And I liked it. I liked it. But the thing with J. Cole to me is like I so okay. So my favorite rapper right now, my two favorite rappers right now are like Drake and Kanye. Like that's that's I'm that's not like any big like revelatory statement, right? But I like Drake and Kanye because it sounds effortless. I mean, Kanye sounds like he's trying, but when, when you hear it, it sounds like he's not really trying. It flows really well. J. Cole, you can always hear him trying. And that is just like, I, I never, those dudes are always like a little, I, I can never I can never really get with it. Kendrick's like that a little bit too, where it's like, you can hear him trying, but Kendrick is just, Kendrick's undeniable. And I'm not a huge Kendrick guy, but I can I can at least I listen to every Kendrick album just on some like I know this is gonna be really good and I at least have to listen to like be a part of the conversation. With J. Cole, it's just like, man, like you're just trying so hard. And then like you can and you can hear it. And I'm just like, nah, man, this ain't it. So now I'm in, in culture, I, I culture, my girlfriend at the time, she broke my heart eventually, but we fucked a lot to that album. That was good. That was, that was culture of my shit. So yeah, I'm definitely me going, oh future, yeah, I love. Again, I'm a comedian. I'm a depressed motherfucker, so I love all that. Like, I listen. To, I listen to Future when I take a bubble bath. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's a that's, that's, yeah. That that's the image for you, ladies out there. There you go. Yeah, man. Like you gotta you gotta. I used to have a whole joke about it, but yeah, man. Bubble baths are the shit, man. Like you gotta you gotta you gotta you get all that alpha alpha male energy comes out of you. You gotta, you gotta relax. You gotta let. You know I mean, you gotta you gotta let that shit wash over you and relax and you know just be be peaceful. You know, smoke a J, have a little drink, light some candles. That's a it's a nice like. It's a nice like daylight, not not daylight, like a nice uh, sunset, like right before sunset. Start doing that shit. That shit will get you right for the week. Okay, so uh, so if you have a, who's your favorite old school rapper? Like your before the new Migos, J Cole shit came out. Who was uh, your guy? I mean, I was always you no. Know, I'll go left. I'll go. I'll go. Well, <laughs> define old school because now, like, we're talking about like twenty. I'm like Little Wayne. No, 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 no. All right. So when I mean old school, I like nineties to early two thousands. No, before Migos. Let's just let's just say that before the, the new shit. So the let me not say old school. Let's say our generation. Oh, so oh, um, I mean, honestly, I was just listening to a lot of Drake. Like I was, 
in, in terms of rap, you are, you, are, huh? you are depressed. Right? <laughs> I'm just saying, you can do better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, honestly, like this Drake, the Drake era, I kind of just mostly listen to Drake. Uh, like, again, like I, was, I listen to Kendrick, but I would li pretty much just listen on some like respect shit. Uh, and then I would just listen to old, like if Jay dropped an album, I'll listen, Nas dropped an album, I'll listen. Uh, I love Jadakiss, I love uh, Cameron. Uh, oh, you you part of the Dipset, the Purple Generation. That's the thing. So, okay, here's the thing. Like, cause before Dipset, like late '90s, early 2000s, I was heavy backpack. I was heavy like on some underground. Like, I love Little Brother. I love like Most Def and uh, Talib Kweli, like all like, all that rocker shit. It right. took me a while to get into like Wayne and Cam, cause I was and like it, I was always like I always like Outkast. Like Outkast, I, I remember liking since like. Uh, high school and shit, but yes. all the other southern shit like three six. I always shit it on three six. Uh, I always shit it on like a lot of south shit. Just on some like man, them niggas ain't lyrical. The niggas ain't blah blah blah. So it took me a while to get to, like, it took me a while to get into like the cam and the dip set and all the south shit. But now nah, I yeah, am now. Yeah, like Wayne. I mean, again that that oh six oh seven Wayne mixtape run. It's just the stuff of legend now, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was I was heavy on dip set. Yeah, I was heavy on dip set. All right, so you 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 know you redeemed yourself. I mean, I I'm not a Drake hater. Yeah. But the the alpha male immigrant, <clears throat> excuse me, the alpha male immigrant in me cannot accept Drake as a as a viable favorite rapper. Interesting. Like, yeah. So. I mean, Kanye is my favorite artist of all time. I can't I can't for Kanye. It's Kanye. But Drake is right there for me because no, no no don't don't let me look Drake. Honestly, if you go if you look at his stats. Yeah, probably one of the best of all time, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll share numbers. You got to put them up there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so and then his, his he he can he can rap. Yeah. Right. So again, it's just the alpha male immigrant energy. Right. Just it says you know you can't you can't listen to this and think about uh, you know um, uh, I don't, I don't have any uh, analogies, but just just that energy just doesn't allow me to be like oh because Drake oh. you know Drake Drake Drake, Drake uh, you know. He gets on the softer side a lot. Yeah, but the, okay, because so like I said, like I used to have, I used to be really in the, in the, into uh, like underground hip hop shit. Like, oh, can I give you an example? Can I give so you part, example? part of the reason I don't like that was because it wasn't the alpha male shit. You know what I mean? It wasn't like it. It still had a lot of bravado, but they were at least not being like super masculine, like super duper gun talk. It wasn't all that. So as a dude that like that, to me, Drake is like just a natural extension of that, where it's like. Way more vulnerable, yes, and way softer, yeah. But I'm a soft dude that works in post production. Like I'm not out here. And he's like, you know what I mean? Like, like he's relating to this shit. I'm, I'm yo, my, any anytime somebody says that shit, the Drake from Lord knows we saw. I don't make music for niggas that don't get pussy. Like that's Drake right there. Like you, if you if you if you have girl troubles, if you if you know about women, you Drake is like Drake is hitting the spot. No, I get you. I get you. I, I yeah. But a lot of times, again, man, you be out here dating, it ain't, it ain't all I'm running through hoes. It be a lot of looting lights. So you like, yo, what the fuck did I just do? No, nah, you get you getting real. You getting real. You speaking real. That, and that's why niggas don't like Drake. He be too real for y'all. You be like, no, I mean, y'all out here on the block. The uh, the shit that always gives me were like, uh, hip hop. Can, can I say something? Can I say something though, real quick? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. So <laughs> a joke the niggas that niggas that I know have is that Drake is a nigga you listen to when you're crying in the shower. Bubble bath time, baby. Yes. Oh, you said that. Oh, yeah. True. Yeah. 
<laughs> the, the fact future weekend Drake that shit that shit fucking Lottie J getting the bathtub like yeah, when, when you when you shed tears in the, in, the, in the shower yeah Drake is your man thinking about when my father don't love me yeah man that's that's the shit right there that's some real shit I respect it now I respect uh, it. I, I'll say this is a this is a joke I've always had in the back of my head like the shit that I don't like remember I remember like when the like the snap stop stitching shit was big right and I would like talk to dude like you know alpha male type shit. And I just look at like, yo, man, niggas out here snitching, blah, blah. I'm like, fam, you got an NBA. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> nah, nah. Can I, can I say something real quick, though? Can yeah, I say yeah. something real quick? I'm from Prince George's County, right? Yeah. Um, my whole thought of Montgomery County back in the day, when I was introduced to Montgomery County, Montgomery County, like we, like White Oak. Yeah, yeah. And, and shit, I'm like, y'all some suburban niggas acting real hard right now. Right, Exactly. I was like, yo, I mean, I live right next to DC. Like, y'all, I had a lot of comments for when I first went out to Silver Spring. Like, these niggas acting hard as shit right now. Like, this, this place is kind of t- it's kind of yeah, too like, nice. You live, you live in one of the richest counties in America. Like, why are you so hard? Like, like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, like you, your dad, had, both your parents have jobs. Like, what's going on? Right. Like, the, <laughs> the Pentagon. What you talking about snitching for? Yeah, real talk. Like, literally, your yeah. your your dad met the president. So, yeah, so that's always my Calm thing. Like. It's always my thing when niggas is like, oh, this shit hard. I'm like, dog, like, you got a 401k. Like, you not living this life. <laughs> you're, you're calling the cops. If something goes down, you're calling the cops. Like, don't, don't, don't hit me with none of the street shit. And even, even PG County niggas had money. So when they acted hard, I was like, yo, yeah. calm down. But then, fucking richest, richest county in America for black people, yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, calm down. But then when you get closer to the D.C., you're like, all right, we get it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. They're, 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 I mean, don't, yeah, don't get me wrong. PG still got them parts. You know yeah, I mean? got, got some parts where you just yeah, don't park yeah. your car. But yeah, not yeah, yeah. It's, like, yeah. it's like the Beltway, PG. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing to sniff at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, but hey, hey, we I, I appreciate you hopping on the podcast. Yeah, man, I, I appreciate you always coming through and support, man. I, I really, uh, I really appreciate you supporting the show, man. You, you're, it's inter- it's been interesting because it's like I had the I had the fans that we had when we did the live show. Like we had a couple people that came through every show, and now like you, Maruf, uh, this girl Crystal, you guys also like became sort of like the the Zoom the Zoom regulars too. So yeah, man, thank thank you for always coming to the show, always supporting, always interacting, man. You are a uh, uh, yeah, man, you're the homie now, man. Thank you. Thanks for thanks for having me on this. I appreciate that, man. I mean, you know, I, all I gotta do is bring you over to the to the Nigel side, and we good. Hey, man, you know what I mean? Like that's just my way of trying to get a plate. You know what I mean? If you, I got you. I got you. If you want to change my mind, you know what I mean? Let me know. I, I, yo, I got you. I got you, bro. I got uh, you. But yeah, man. Uh, uh, just just let me let me do my plugs out here. Just yeah, just follow me on Instagram at uh, Funny Madrigal. If you want to know about the shows? Like I said, next week we got our first live show. I mean, we got I'm vaxxed up. A lot of a lot of people are gonna be there vaxxed up. We're still gonna have our masks. Still gonna be six feet apart. Uh, we're gonna start doors open at six. Uh, it's gonna start at seven o'clock sharp. No CP time. Get there before seven. Uh, uh, April April thirtieth next Friday. Uh, gonna have a, again. We're gonna have some drinks. We're gonna have some some snacks. BYOB if you want. It's fifteen bucks. Venmo me to fifteen. I'll DM you the address. So yeah, let me know. And then we're still gonna be doing the Zoom shows. I think the next one's May fourteenth. Um, so yeah, also just follow me on Instagram for more information on that too. Cool. And I'll put all the stuff in the link when I send the link on Facebook and, and Instagram. Yes, please do. Oh wait, I had a question. Why is is uh why did you call it the Sounder Podcast? Oh okay. So all right, this is a long story, but I'll I'll, I'll summarize it. Back when I was working in corporate America, I mean, I still work. I still have a nine to five. So let me 
back, but I had a, a a higher level job back in the day, right? Okay. Stressed me the fuck out. Right. But you know, it, it exposed me to a lot. I quit that job and I was like, man, I need to start my own business. So I spent some time trying to start a business and I um the name of the business that I uh, started was called Sonder. Ah, okay. Yeah, so the uh and the and the definition of Sonder um spoke to me because the definition is pretty much everybody has a story to tell. Ah, uh, okay. Everybody who walks around you, no, no matter who they are, they have a story to tell. Okay. So that was the name of my LLC that I started that never went off the ground. And then I started a uh, group, uh, the Sonder Social Group, right? Mm -hmm. I still have friends who, a lot of the people who uh, guest on my podcast, they are from the Sonder Social Group. And then when I started doing the podcast, I just took the name over. Okay. Yeah, the, I, I was asking because I thought it might have been a film reference. This is old. I think it's a black. I've, I've honestly never seen it. It's old black movie called Sounder. So I was like, oh, is he like making a reference to that joint? I think it's got, it might have Diane Carroll in it, but it's like one of those like landmark, both like in film history and black film history kind of joints. So I was like, oh, maybe he's seen that joint. I, I thought that might have been it. But no, I'm definitely going to add that when I when I tell, tell the story now. I'm going to yeah, add yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yo, man. Yeah, IMDb that joint, see who's in it. It's like, yo, man, I loved it with the little kid. Yeah. yeah. Like when I started my business, man, I was thinking about this and I saw, and then I remember that movie when I was a child. I'm, I'm gonna add it in there. Don't worry. Oh, you do. Oh, oh wait. I, for a second, I thought you were like being serious. I was like, oh no, he, this is the story he's gonna tell. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm still in your whole thing right now. No, go, no, hey, man. That's, that's that's for you, baby. That's for you. I appreciate it. that one's free too. That's cool. Yeah, man. All right, man. But hey, uh, thanks for hopping on. I'll see you later, bro. Peace. All right, man. Thanks for having me, man. Pete, no worries. No worries. Peace.